Let's talk about what they are now calling long COVID. Let's also discuss whether you should be proud of your skin colour. What about the nine-foot statue of a black woman in Stratford? This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. Wow, great show. Great show I watched um, this week um, called uh, Talk, the talk on Channel 4. Really inspiring um, about the black British experience. You know, you, you can't have enough of this stuff on TV. It's so, so important, so underrepresented on the TV. The, these types of shows, these positive shows, these, you know, conversation-provoking shows. Um, I think it's just a really important thing for all of us, young and old. Yeah, so there, there was a, one of the guys on there, Lenny James, actor and writer. You've probably seen him in a few things. He... He, he, one of the things that he said that really, really stood out for me was he said that uh, things are better, uh, but they're not better in the sense of being good enough. And that really, really resonated with me because things are better. Things are not as bad as they were, but they're not good enough. You know, once, once they're good enough, everyone will be happy and everyone will be able to function to their optimum and, you know, just move through life happy, you know, in every sense of the word just like everybody else. Also, uh, Gary Young, author and journalist, he, he mentioned how his son, how his son, uh, he wants his son not to be able to, well, he, he wants his son to be able to not feel like he has to make himself smaller and invisible to get by. Something I feel like he, he was saying that he kind of had to do growing up. So, yeah, th- all of these things, I mean, they ring so true when you're thinking. I mean, it kind of got me thinking about my childhood and you know being uh never never being the lead in any of the plays the school plays I remember we had a play uh for Odysseus in primary school and I really wanted to be Odysseus he was the lead character and maybe because I kicked up such a fuss they said I could be the Cyclops uh and uh, and I was really happy really happy to you know have that role because you know the Cyclops he was a a big monster, he had one eye, so there was makeup involved and stuff like that. But as I was watching the show and thinking about it, I was thinking like, you know, why, you know, why would I be happy about just being the monster? You know, I didn't even have that many lines and I was shocked as well, you know, but I I didn't have that many lines and I was the monster and, you know, it it was just, yeah, it kind of made me think like, what was that really all about? Well, I kind of know what it was about to be fair but it is just interesting how we've all got these different experiences that we kind of just brush over and just kind of move on from but yeah I, I will never forget that but I did enjoy it you know but I did enjoy playing the the, the Cyclops but Odysseus was the the top role and also I remember you know seeing Roots for the first time when I was really young and you know the pros and cons of that you know it, it gave me an idea of how things were and you know it really you know it pained me to watch it you know the next day in school uh you know I was really I really was really on edge with how I was really sensitive I say to to what people would say to me that day I remember really feeling like that but at least I had an insight but generally growing up I I think I feel quite lucky to have grown up in Hackney to be fair growing up in Hackney I, I didn't there were racial things that happened here and there but 
when I hear, like watching this show, The Talk, some of the things that some of these people dealt with, I didn't really have to deal with, you know. I, I wasn't somebody that was bullied at school. I didn't feel hard done by at school. I had lots of friends at school, you know. So I, di I didn't really deal with any of that stuff. So, but it's just interesting. Oh, one of the things that really stood out, one of the, one of the TV, a rate TV presenter, a black lady, and she spoke about playing Kiss Chase uh, as a child and, and never being chased, you know. And, and I thought, you know, I remember playing Kiss Chase, you know, and it's, you know, to, to think they were, it really affected some of the young black girls, you know, not being chased. And, and she was saying, like, just knowing you would not be chased at all. You know, you'd see the other girls and you'd feel less pretty and, and all of these things. And it's, it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking. You know, I have daughters and, you know, I, I just go out of my way to ensure that they understand how beautiful they are. You know, it's, it's for me, it's... It's one of the top things that I have to do as a father. So, yeah. But really sad to hear, thought-provoking. And I really I really would say, you know, it's worth a look. It's definitely worth having a look to see the, the experience of the, you know, young black British people. Well, not young, but yeah, British people in the UK. So, really good show. Um, also, this week, what else has happened? Uh, Preston. Preston's in lockdown. Aberdeen's on lockdown. The London R-rate has gone above one loads is going on with this covid thing i you know we just wish it wasn't here it's changing our life forever it's going to be interesting to see how long we're going to be dealing with it like this um but it is it is what it is it's here and you know now they're talking about a new th well not a new thing but they're talking about you can have long covid now so this is for people who have had it already they maybe had mild symptoms they may have had extreme symptoms but even if you wasn't hopped hospitalized you still may find that you are still experiencing ongoing symptoms you know complications such as uh, organ damage um, shortness of breath hypertension uh, brain fog fatigue headache insomnia chest pains cough all, all, all kinds of things but this is after you've got over it over the or seemingly got over covid so there's just so much just emphasize there's so much they really don't know about this disease uh, and it's it's here. I mean, it looks like we're going to be living with it for a long, long time. It was really sad and just crazy to hear about uh, Katie Jarvis, who played Haley Slater in EastEnders. You know, uh, racial racial slurs. You know, with a with a black woman in the, in Southend, I believe Southend Beach. You know, calling calling the woman an effing black c word. I mean, in 2020, with everything that's going on, you're still going to do that kind of stuff. But, you know, it just emphasizes this is this this is where we live. This is the world we live in, you know. And if if bigoted people are are that stupid to to be doing that sort of stuff, you know, in, in this day and age and you're famous as well, you know, it's just. It's just crazy. I mean, bigotry is crazy anyway. It is it's stupid, it's crazy. So I suppose what what more could you expect? But as a result, she's been arrested on suspicion of assault and racially aggravated um, situation. So we'll see how that goes for her. I think she's back in court the 21st of August. But yeah, totally disgusting. Ridiculous, totally ridiculous. And, and stuff, even in Colorado. Colorado, I saw a video of a... 
Colorado police handcuffing the family. It must have been about five, six family members, you know, two adults and a group of kids face down on the floor in the middle of the road. You know, young kids like six, six and seven, like screaming, crying, you know, face down on the floor. And it, it turns out the police say it was a mistake. And they, you know, I mean, I don't know what kind of mistake, you know, when you're, you're handcuffing children face down on the floor. It's just, it just the mind boggles, man. The mind boggles. I, I just, I, I don't get it. But stuff goes on, stuff goes on and people are just not aware or they just don't care or I don't know. And then there's other things away away from race and stuff. You know, this 59-year-old Eric Joyce, former Labour MP, uh, creating indecent images of children. You know, one one of the children in, in the video he was creating is like a 12-month-year-old baby, you know, and, and this man gets 150 hours community service and eight-month suspended sentence. I... I I even got the words, I have not even got the words to explain how mind-boggling it is that you could give a man like this that kind of sentence. It makes no sense to me. A 12-month-old baby, and he, he's making videos, he's, he's got videos, he, I don't want to talk about it too much more, but that was a sentence he got to me it's crazy you know anything to do with you know making victims of children you know the sentencing should them the sentencing for those sort of things really needs to be re-looked at I, i've never understood it that the, the small sentences people get for rape and and child abuse and stuff like that or it's it's crazy to me but the good thing he is is that he's on the um sex offenders register so at least people will be aware of him uh, going forward in life. So, yeah. So in Hackney, we've got the um, the Jeffrey Museum, a museum that I've frequented many a time as a kid. Um, and I didn't realise the connections to Robert Jeffrey, who obviously is named after, who was a slave owner. Um, I, I suppose because of all of the statues coming down and stuff and people boycotting and stuff like that, they've asked for them to take down his statue and I think 80% of people in the in the area have said that they they wanted it down uh, but they're refusing to take it down so I thought that was that was quite interesting and I, I look forward to seeing how that that one's going to pan out um, but yeah I had no clue that that was all related to that but I suppose anything over a certain time span you know, when you're talking about his history in the UK, over a certain time span, there's going to be some connection to it. But yeah, so yeah, I just just wonder why these things weren't highlighted in in school because uh, you know it is history at the end of the day, and I, I, I'm just a strong advocate for just telling our history as human beings, all of it, the whole lot. Um, it, it, talking about history, Emancipation Day, uh, was this week as well. Um. And, you know, this is obviously a, a, a day that's marked um, the 1st of August every year. And it's been since uh, that, well, it happened in 1834. Um, and it's celebrated in different ways in different countries and stuff. But I've got to be honest, I have not even heard about Emancipation Day before. 
you know, it hasn't, hasn't, I mean, I may have heard of it, but it hasn't been a thing, you know, and, and to be fair, I haven't heard about it enough, and, and, and it should be something we, we, we speak about, you know, it should be a day of, of remembering, um, you know, and just understanding never again, this is not something that will happen ever again, but yeah, I think going forward, days like this, I mean, in America, there's, there's a day, Juneteenth, um, again, that's another date that I did not hear about prior to 2020. So I'm glad that all of this is coming about because my children, my young children and my older children, they'll all hear about these things and they'll all be in the know um, every year moving forward with these new dates. So, yeah, so there's this, that, that's quite interesting. You learn something new every day. Every day you learn something new. Um, I've been inspired to buy the Vogue uh, magazine, the September edition. Um, never, never bought the Vogue magazine before, um, but... Uh, since finding well since seeing Marcus Rashford on the front um with uh the late I forgot the lady's name but she uh, a model um and she yeah seeing them on the cover and finding out that the photographer um is an up and coming uh, black photographer and the editor uh, is a black man as well first editor first black editor uh, I think he's the first male editor for Vogue as well. So he's doing really, really well. But the photographer is the first black photographer to shoot the cover in Vogue's 104 years. 104 years and they've never had a black photographer shoot the front cover. So I'm really happy for this fella. Miss um, Ann Harrison, his name is. Um, so yeah, salute to you, sir. Um, glad you got the opportunity. I'm glad that Edda made sure you got the opportunity, because that that didn't happen by accident. That was, uh, you know, that was his intention to make that happen. So yeah, powerful. So I'm definitely going to be getting me a copy of that and keeping that um, and share it with the family for sure. So another thing uh, I was speaking about this week um, was about um, being proud of your skin color. It's something that. You know, you hear people you hear people say it, but to be fair, when when it's I mean, your skin color is your skin color. Somebody, one of my friends said to me, it is, you know, it's it's something you're born with, you know, by accident of birth. You know that it just happened. So it's in what he was saying is it's not something that we should actually. It's not something to be proud of. But what I was trying to explain is. It comes, it comes, that kind of talk comes about where you've been taught that subconsciously and consciously that it's, it's something to be ashamed of. So then a way of combating that is to talk about, well, I'm proud of my skin colour. But actually, if there wasn't any bigotry and none of that negative stuff, we wouldn't be talking about being proud of colour. You know, the truth is what we should be proud of is who we are and what we do. You know, regardless of colour, regardless of location of birth or any accidents of birth, we should be proud of what we do and who we are. But I do definitely understand why people talk about being proud of their skin colour. And that, like I said, that is about people trying to make it seem like a negative, you know. So it's like pulling back um, and kind of owning it in a different way and remixing it to your advantage. So, I mean, these, it makes me think about um, parents of dual heritage children, you know, how, how they navigate, you know, things like that, how they, how they navigate through this time even, you know, if you're, if you're 
um, a parent, a white parent of mixed race or dual heritage children, you know, there's going to be some complicated conversations. There's going to be some looking at how your thoughts and feelings around things. So I, I just really think that's, you know, it could be quite challenging. It could be quite revealing, um, you know, and, you know, it doesn't mean that because you, you, you've got, uh, children with with a, a black parent that you haven't got your own uh, biased views that that may not be in line with who you're with and, and with your children but I, I think this this period of time is a time for us all to reflect you know and all to be better and all to look at what we're doing and how we think and how we move forward um, but at the end of the day um, I think you know when it comes to when it comes to like thinking about who we are and who we identify as you know i think it's really down to who it's really down to the individual who 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 you feel you are you know you can i'm a big advocate for you know you being expressing yourself as who you want to be so if you want to talk about yourself as black you talk about yourself as black if you talk about yourself as dual heritage or if you talk about yourself as mixed race it's totally up to you you know but me, as a, as, a, as a black person, I, I like to speak about myself as a descendant of Africa. You know, this whole thing of being described by a colour, it really, it really irks me, you know. Because, um, you know, if, if, I know, you know, you get white people talk about themselves as being white. You get black people talk about themselves as black. Um, even Asian people talk about themselves as brown. But you don't hear Chinese people talking about themselves based on colour. You don't hear about... Jewish people talking about their self based on colour um, and nor should they you know it's, we're, we're much more than colour so I really think you know we, we really should you could speak about yourself as you like at the end of the day but me personally descendant of Africa really hits the nail in the head for me and it's probably different for you but I, I thought I'd put that out there but I tell you what something that I've really been enjoying so much is this beautiful hot weather people are complaining left right and center and i just keep saying to people please this weather it's not going to last long in the uk so let's not complain about it all we need to do is stay hydrated use the shade wear the appropriate clothing you know that's all we've got to do and we'll be fine just like we do in the winter you know as long as you've got the appropriate clothing on and you nourish yourself and and get in the shade when you need to you'll be fine you know, um, but I do want to take out uh, uh, some time to to you know give my heartfelt sympathy and empathy for the people in Beirut, um, in Lebanon. Um, that explosion that went off with the, the chemicals, all those chemicals stored in that um, yeah in that port. You know, um, that that country was already on its knees due to the politics and all of the stuff that goes on over there, and to deal with that plus coronavirus and that explosion. You know, it was, um, yeah, horrific, absolutely horrific, man. And my heart really goes out to those people out there. Um, yeah. But to end on a lighter note, um, Thomas J. Prince, um, a sculptor, he's created a nine-foot statue in East London um, of a black woman. Um, there's only four statues in the UK of black women at the moment, so I, I didn't know that. You know that was interesting to find out. But his his sculpture is um it's installed at um Free Mills uh, Green near Stratford. I, I recommend everybody go out and and see that because it probably won't be there for long. 
Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a nine foot black woman. Um, I think black women need to be represented and, and honoured and, you know, um, looked out for, you know. Um, and I look forward to bringing my kids up there to, to see this iconic statue. Amazing. And it's a, it's a modern statue as well. Um, I haven't heard a lot more, a lot about it on the TV. I wish we was hearing more about it. But definitely, if you can get up to see that, definitely a good use of your time over this weekend or this week. So, uh, thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me for the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thanks again for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney. And you can catch me next week for more healthy discussions.